What's up, party people? Here we are with another episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast, getting you ready for week seven about all your matchups, all your starts, all your sits, and talk about the who's hurt injury list. All that and much more on this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. All right, brain. You don't like me and I don't like you. But let's just do this and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. 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 This place is an untapped resource. I love it! With your host, Flex with Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Alex Marchetti. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. For the everyday fantasy sports player. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher for eight hours. Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. What's up, party people? Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hitless. Here are my co-hosts, live and direct with much respect. Alex Marchetti, what's up, BFAs? We are back. We are back. We are together again. We are together. Without the special Juan? Forever. Okay. I'm, I'm okay with that, actually. We are together forever. Is that an actual song or is it something no, you're making up? I have okay. no idea, man. What's up, BFAs? What's crackalacking? Week seven. Are you so sleepy? Is upon us and hey, let's get this started. You know, you know, you know what? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, I know you watch The Office. Yes, and then I don't know if you remember this the one episode where. No, he had like a remember. couple's night at his house, Michael Scott. He had Jim and Pam come over, and then he had also uh, uh, the Nard dog. He had Andy Bernard and Angela also come over to his house. You remember that? Oh, and it was like mad awkward. Yes, 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 I do remember. He was arguing with Jan a lot. Yeah. So it was funny. So then at that point, this is what you reminded me of that episode the other day because I got you a gift. I got you a gift from Mexico. It was a little Dia de la Huertes, little skeleton kind of uh, player that was painted with a football uniform and a football helmet holding a little football. And he had an A on the side of it, A for Alex. But in that episode of The Office, he brought over flowers for the host, you know, as a guest, because he was a guest, he brought a flowers for the host. So a bouquet of flowers for Jan, and he pulled out a rose in the middle of it, and he gave the rose to Angela. And Angela and you both said the same exact thing when you both accepted your gifts. I gave you your gift, he gave Angela the rose, and you both said, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> you both said that, because Angela got the rose, and she's like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like this rose, you just, it's just a rose. And you, you say thing, I gave you like, oh, look, I got you a gift. What am I supposed to do with this? He's like, well, well, it goes here. That's it. It's good there. It's good there. It's good there on the desk. What am I supposed to do with this? Left it on the desk. I'm glad you enjoyed the gift. It's glad on my desk. desk. It's on my desk. <laughs> we need like a plant in our desk, by the way. There's like no oxygen circulation in our office. Yeah, that's another story, though. <laughs> you watched last night's game? Uh, no, actually, no, I did not. No, I did not. I ended up watching a movie. I did not watch last night's game. What kind uh, of football guy are you, huh? A very big one. Besides, I, I you know what? To be honest with you, I really didn't want to watch uh, the Chiefs and Broncos game. And and by looking at the highlights of it, it wasn't as exciting as I predicted it to be. Oh, well, yeah. You got Joe Flacco there that looked horrific. 
Yeah, really bad. Pat Mahomes getting hurt is the biggest thing. That that that's gotta like really hurt a lot of people. Yeah, on the quarterback sneak on the, in the fourth down, that which he still to his uh you know much props to him, he still converted it. But yeah, he he sprained his knee. Well, you know I don't know what's uh, so the update on that. We don't have so much. Well, I'll, I'll read you what uh, Adam Scheffner tweeted uh, yesterday. Eleven Adam Schefter. Adam Shefty, Shefty, yeah, Adam Shefter, right. Adam Shefty, you know, Shefty over there wrote, uh, you know, you know, if it's from Shefty, it's legit, you know. So he said, um, Chiefs, or where is it? Okay, Chiefs will be awaiting MRI results on Patrick Mahomes' right knee Friday, but one league source said that if there's no damage, the best case would be around three weeks. But yikes, that's the best case. Worst is downright dreary for the Chiefs, their fans, and the whole league. Uh, later on, Pat Mahomes then tweeted, Awesome team win. Love my brothers. Thank you for all the prayers. Everything's looking good so far. Hashtag God is good. Hashtag Chiefs Kingdom. But um, yeah, uh, Travis Kelsey even did say too that his knee didn't even look like a knee. He said, His yeah. knee. Didn't even look like a knee. Didn't even look like a knee. That That's is not. Yes. That is not pretty, and that that is not you know, someone that owns uh, Pat Mahomes is really scared right now. Yeah, and it looks like it's a dislocated knee. It doesn't look like it's anything fractured. But that's what it looks like. It looks like it's a dislocated knee. But still, they said best case scenario, it will be. This is early reports before we get the official re- results. Early reports. And uh, hypothesis indicates that it will be. I, I think you should have done that trade now. Looking back, what the Tyreek Hill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no. I think uh, who's their uh, quarterback now? Matt, Matt Moore. Moore. Matt Moore is a slinger. He's known to be a slinger. He did all right. He he did all right for the Dolphins, even with as bad as they were. You yeah, know? he's he he's a slinger. So Tyreek Hill is probably gonna get some good, uh, you know, bombs thrown his way. I don't think anything changes much with, I mean, Tyreek Hill still had a 57-yard touchdown reception yesterday. I mean, granted, he only had three receptions yesterday, but, you know, he was pretty much, he had zero the entire time, even with Pat Mahomes in there. He had zero for as long as the game went. And then Wasn't he, had, he going against Harris? Chris Harris, I think? Yeah, yeah. He's going to, so, you know, that, that has a lot to do with it, too. But the fact is, is that uh, Tyreek Hill is still Tyreek Hill. I mean, Odell Beckham Jr. still put you up numbers, even though you had Eli Manning, who everybody hated, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's, uh, you had Brandon Marshall when he played for the Dolphins, still put up numbers. You know, like you you had a uh, you had DeAndre Hopkins still up putting up numbers with Brock Osweiler and Tom Savage. Who you know? just retired? Brock just retired. Oh, right sad day for the NFL, death for the world. Yeah, but he, um, he made some good money. But yeah, so like you know, DeAndre Hopkins still put up points. So I I think the safest one out of all of them is still Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is still like besides Tyreek Hill, the best pass catcher on that team. So sorry, I, I had to go back to Brock Os- Osweiler, who just retired. Right? He, you know how much he earned? Uh, what? Four over forty one million dollars. Well ne- deserved. Never started a full season. Well deserved. His record: fifteen and fifteen, thirty seven touchdowns, thirty one interceptions. And he's won a Super Bowl and retired before any of us, too. Good. Before 30. Before 30? Well-deserved. What a guy. I just, come on, man. I, I, I envy him right now. <laughs> I'm happy for him. Well done. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, my little quick rant on someone that just was, uh, <laughs> you know, a med- mediocre at best, you know, 
quarterback who made over $41 million and retired before the age of 30. Anyway. Well-deserved. As far as Chiefs, I'm not really concerned about Tyreek Hill because usually the number one wide receiver, even with uh, a second-string quarterback, still does pretty good, pretty well, which you, you were saying previously. The only thing it does concern me is the other wide receivers. So they're going to have an up-and-down game. It's not going to be as consistent. Of course, Pat Mahomes is not is not no longer the quarterback at this moment until he comes back healthy. But also running backs. Mm-hmm. So far, Damian Williams is looking like a bust. He only had 2.6 points. Darrell Williams, 2.6. You know, kid that's coming out of, uh, you know as a third-string running back. The only one that is actually getting some reps, double-digit reps, is LaShawn McCoy. Mm-hmm. So he's probably the one that you have to lean a little bit more confident in now. But that might change because, you know, they might use utilize the running backs a little bit more. Anyway, as far as the Broncos, it's, you know, I know people are frustrated with the running backs because it's that timeshare that, you know, I mentioned before. And look, Freeman ended up being the guy for uh, the Bron- you know, the running backs for the Broncos who had a better game than Lindsey. You know, Lindsey last week, he had a really good game. And, you know, Sutton just continues to do good no matter what. Flacco being so horrendous. For current, uh, you know, uh, Sutton is giving you double-digit points, 14.7 points. Uh, I think Flacco's time is going to come to an end uh, soon once uh, the rookie quarterback uh, comes out of IR. Drew Locke. Drew Locke. Once uh, he's out of IR, forget about it. Joe Flacco is going to lose that starting position. I don't think so. You don't think so? Not this year. Oh, why not? You gotta give the kid reps. I'm, that doesn't mean he's gonna lose a starting position. Well, anyway, I got him my rookie, uh, my rookie league in my IR, just waiting for him to just be unlocked. <laughs> Who do you think so far is gonna like win it, the rookie? Like Drew Lock be I, unlocked. I, I, I see that. <laughs> Come on, man. Gotta give me some credit there, bro. All right, what's up? What do you What do you see um, winning the offensive rookie of the year so far? Early, early offensive. Rookie of the year. That, that's a good question. Yep. I, I, you have to give it to Gardner Minshew, I think. Yes, just because of the mustache. Yeah, is Gardner Minshew? It's Gardner Minshew is the guy that I probably give the rookie of the year right now. Offensive rookie of the year. Yes. Offensive rookie of the year to Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Uh, who who's second? Who's runner up? Uh, I don't know. Maybe Josh Jacobs probably. Uh, yeah, I guess, but Minshew, I, I think Minshew. It's still early. Somebody can still run away with it. Yeah. But, all right. Uh, but, yeah, so far as the Pat Mahomes thing going, uh, you know, we got to gotta find some other quarterback to replace him. Definitely if Kirk Cousins is still available, as hot as he's been playing, he's going to be a decent replacement for them. Uh, you could trade away for one of them, too. Um, but Travis Kelsey's still safe. Tyreek Hill, I think, is still going to be safe. Uh, I think that LaShawn McCoy will get a bit of an uptick here, possibly even Damian Williams. They might rely a little more heavy on the run. But, uh, yeah, definitely the other guys, you know, the Miko Harmons, the Sammy Watkins, the Demarcus Robinson, Byron Pringle, uh, Pring, Pringle, whatever, Pringle. Pringle. Thank you. The Byron Pringle. Uh, those will be a little. Once you stop, you can't hurt. pop. I mean, once you pop, you can't stop. There you go. Pringles. What, what's true the other way around? If you think about it, once you stop, you can't pop. <laughs> That's just kind of true, too, if you think about it. Uh, all right. So let's get on with this. Let's move on. Let's talk about the rest of the week and all the ep- and all the games we have this week. We have a lot of buys this week. Uh, this week, yeah, definitely one of those weeks where a lot of buys we have. We're missing the Panthers. 
the Browns, the Steelers, and the Buccaneers. There's a lot of fantasy implication with all these teams missing. Of course, in the big names like, you know, Christian McCaffrey. There's a lot of big teams. You miss, you know, we'll, we'll get through that throughout the week, you know, but a lot of big names missing. So go on, doggy. Talk to me about our first game we have on, on our matchup. Arizona Cardinals over here visiting our New York Giants. Talk to me about it. All right, this is going to be a really good game for Kyler Murray. Another one, you know, he's he had a monster game last week where he had 32.2 points, fantasy points, against the Falcons, who, you know, their secondary is just dreadful. And the Giants do a lot, a lot of points to quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, everything above. They had a good showing against the, the, the Patriots last week. But, you know, Kyler Murray is a mobile quarterback, so he's going to give you that extra, you know, tangible where you have to worry about how to defend him so i expect this to be Kyler murray's like last hurrah as far as good stretch of games because he's gonna have a couple of bad games after that it's gonna be the saints niners and the buccaneers you know and the niners again the niners twice in four weeks so you started Kyler murray you started daniel jones david johnson you know he seems like he's 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 a go so you're going to start him. Chase Edmond, you know, there's a, a big week with buys. So maybe you can start him as a flex play. He has had two decent showings the last two weeks where he gave you double-digit points. Against the Bengals, he gave you 17.6 points where, you know, obviously David Johnson didn't play uh, the rest of the game because his back got locked up. And then you got the Falcons, you know, whose defense is really poor, where he gave you 14.7 fantasy points. So he is someone, you know, if you're really, really hurt, this this bye week, you know, uh, with players, he might be a player that you could start, you know, as a flex. And there's a possibility he gives you double-digit points against the Giants' defense. Uh, 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 what else? Uh, Christian Kirk doesn't seem like he's going to be a go. Larry Fitzgerald is the guy you're going to start, right? And uh, as far as on the Giants' side, Barkley, uh, he says he could take a full load. You know, obviously you're starting him. Golden Tate. You're going to start. I think he's good. Darius Slayton is a sneaky play for me. He could be a good uh, flex play because Stern Shepard looks like he's not going to be playing. He's not. So he's he's officially out. Yep. He's officially out. So he, he at least is going to, you know, I think he he's somebody that in a deep league, wide receiver four, or he, he could end up being one like a wide receiver three upside. And Evan Engram is back in practice. So, yeah, he's a go. Um yeah, uh, that's about it in this game. Um, I feel like this is going to be a shootout. The over-under is 49.5. The spread is uh, minus three for the Giants. I think I'm, I'm going to go with the Giants here. You know, they had a good showing against the Patriots, uh, and, you know, against a really tough Patriots defense. You know, Daniel Jones, is, I, I feel he's going to bounce back. And I feel like they're going to win, and I think it's going to be a shootout as well. 49.5, it could be the over. Um, I think the Giants are definitely going to win this game. Uh, I and I wouldn't say definitely, but I I really think they're going to have a good chance of winning this game. Um, I just I just I just think that it's it's yeah, like you said, for everything you said, and also you know, we're showing up a lot, which I'm very very happy about so far. I'm not saying happy about the trade in general, but so far happy that he's actually stepping up. Stepping up, stepping up. <laughs> that he's actually stepping up and proving something. He's doing really well. Uh, Jabril Peppers has been playing really well for the Giants as a safety. I mean, he's no Landon Collins, but he's been really doing really well. He's been really improving. That game against the Vikings, he just really showed up. He caused that fumble on Dalvin Cook. Like, he's doing really good, uh, Jabril Peppers. Um, yeah, he's doing good. You know, we 
in that trade, uh, you know, we did pretty good, I think. You know, I don't think so. No, but, but not no? yet, not yet, not yet. Dexter Lawrence, I like a lot though. He's 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 amongst the top in rookies as much as uh, pass rushing so far this class. So I like Dexter Lawrence. Jabril uh, Peppers is really showing up. So uh, so far, still, it's not Odell, but I mean, it's 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 doing okay. It's doing good so far. So, uh, also with the, you know, Daniel Jones, I'm actually is a good play here. I think this week, the Cardinals actually ranked 30 against the quarterbacks in the NFL. So Daniel Jones is going to be put up good numbers, going to be a big play here. And, uh, I just think because the defense has been improving a little bit more, the defense is going to keep the giants out of the games, but you know, they've been improving. The offense is still going good. When you get back Saquon, you get back Evan Ingram and you know, like you said, you don't have Sterling Shepard, but you know what number I like against the Cardinals defense? What? They have, they haven't gotten an interception yet against quarterbacks. Yeah, that's true. That's another yeah. one. So you know, sixty touch, touchdowns they have allowed against quarterbacks. You know, you're talking about twenty eight point one fantasy points per game they allow to quarterbacks. Yeah, Daniel Jones is definitely going to bounce back. You know, he played against a tough Patriots defense, and uh, you know, he he looked good. You know, uh, despite giving three interceptions. But uh, you know it is a good good test for him. I felt like he he at least tested the pa- the Patriots, and then here is definitely going to be like playing from all Madden to like easy mode against the Cardinals, and he I think he's going to light it up. What's another good thing about them is that um, they're giving up they're giving up a lot of grounds on the yards. I mean a lot of yeah yards on the ground when it comes to the quarterbacks as well with like for Daniel Jones and Daniel Jones could rush the ball they're giving up 26.62 the second most they're giving up the second most uh yards rushing yards to the quarterback so um Daniel Jones is a very good play here definitely in daily I like him a lot I see him as a top 10 play here in quarterback this week boom all right, so now moving on um, to the Houston Texans at the Indianapolis Colts. The biggest question about for me, and I know you know this, doggy, because you own him in two leagues, including Dynasty, is that I know you got to be upset for the fact that DeAndre Hopkins hasn't had a touchdown since week one. Yeah, he got the, well, what do you call it? The Julio Jones flu right now. Yeah, uh, so he that's has a, a good one. I like that. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, Julio Jones flu. Uh, I like that. That's that good. That just came straight off the dome. That's dummy. good. I like that. Yes, so we're gonna he, make a segment out of that or something. <laughs> so, so you got the Julio Jones flu right now. He's you know hopefully he could shake it up and you know you know come come back, baby, come back, please, DeAndre Hopkins. He's definitely gonna bounce back. You know, it's, you're talking about the law average. You're talking about. What considered the people that consider to be the best wide receiver in the game, someone that had zero, zero drops last year. You know, obviously now he has a couple of drops already for this season. He's gonna bounce back. I just feel like you know it's just the first couple of weeks. It just hasn't you know he hasn't been synced with uh, uh with Watson. It, 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 the law averages will show that by the end of the season he's still gonna give you maybe eight touchdowns and he's gonna have some monster games there. Well, granted, granted, I know last season they had they had they're both wide receivers down, QT and uh, and Fuller, right? For most of most of the season, so that gave him you know a, a good tick up on targets, etc. But he's been consistent for his whole career. It's not something that I'm really going to consider because like he, he he's not gonna he's not gonna drop. He, this guy, he, I feel like you know end of the season he's gonna be there. Trust me, trust me, guys. Don't be worried. Well, uh, 
You definitely play him. You know, I mean, you know, I don't think you could not not play DeAndre Hopkins. You know, that that's the thing. You can't really sit him. But um, it's gonna be a tough matchup. I mean, the Colts are not like that bad against. You know, they're ranked twentieth against overall against the wide receivers as far as the defenses go. So they're decently well against them. They're also getting back some key players also on their defense. So they they sh- it should be a pretty good game. It's a divisional matchup. These games are always good between these two. Uh, Carlos Hyde has had a pretty good run so far as of late. Carlos Hyde has been doing really well. But is Carlos Hyde somebody that you look to play this game? Uh, you know what? With the bye weeks, I think it's a good filler for the week. Carlos Hyde, not for nothing. Like I said, the Colts are getting back some uh, key players back on the defense, but he's definitely a good filler. So if you look at these bye weeks alone, like if you look at running backs, you know, you're missing Christian McCaffrey, you're missing Nick Chubb, you're missing James Conner, and you're possibly, maybe you're missing Peyton Barber. Possibly, if you were that bad. Just started Peyton Barber? Who started Peyton Barber? Some people who did went really zero RB approach or got some really <laughs> bad injuries. <laughs> Oof. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, I have Carlos Hyde. I'm starting him in my dynasty league, so I think it's a good... I, I think it's going to be a good play right now. In hindsight, it was either him or Freeman. I was deciding last night. I wish I did Freeman because Freeman has 16 points. I would have definitely <laughs> played Royce Freeman over Carl's Hyde. Yeah. 100%. But wh- why? Because the Chiefs are a better matchup than the Colts. Despite him sharing the ball with uh, Philip Lindsay 50% of the time. Yeah. Meanwhile, we know Carlos Hyde is getting like 80%, 80% of the, the rock. Better matchup. And and, and and even though he gets 80% of the rock, Freeman has more points than Carlos Hyde with 50% of the chances. All right. Well, yeah. I, anyway, I'm starting Carlos Hyde over. Freeman. But now you are. Yeah. 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 I, I can't. Can I? Hey, you're the commissioner. Can I put Freeman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Let's make that switch <laughs> real quick. Yeah, I got you. I'll make that switch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Carlos Hyde is a guy that I'm definitely going to be starting here. Uh uh, by the way, DeAndre Hopkins does have two touchdowns for the season. His first game. His first game. As I said, he hasn't oh. had a touchdown since the first game. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I said he hasn't had a touchdown since his first yeah. game. But uh, you know, no, uh, it's, it's it's this is a division game. Uh, it's, it's tough. To me, uh, it could be a shootout or it could be just a tight game. Well, well, they like know I, each other already. They've been playing very yeah. contested games since last season. Well, like I said, I mean, it's it's. I don't mind the Carlos Hyde play. I don't even mind the Duke Johnson play. I know it's Salvage's game yesterday. He had a long touchdown pass and stuff. But the fact is, uh, I don't mind either of them. I they know there are better options out there this week to play. Uh, like I like Carlos Hyde or Duke Johnson better than Kenyon Drake going against the Buffalo Bills, for example, this week. Oh so, hell yeah! Yeah, but I'm just saying though, there is a. There is a healthy amount of running backs that you will be missing and even more wide receivers that you'll be missing this week. So uh, because of the big bye week that we have here, I don't mind Carlos Hyde being a flex play for you. So, uh, But like example, I also really like Devin Singletary, even though he's just coming off an injury this week and he looks like he's going to play. He's probable to play. I like him better than Carlos Hyde or Duke Johnson this week against the Miami Dolphins. So that's what I mean. It's I, I like them. I don't love them, but I don't mind playing them. Uh, on the cold side of the ball, you know, you play Marlon Mack, you're playing T.Y. Hilton, of course, 100%. Didn't have that great game last week. But remember, when you're playing against the Chiefs, you know, like they, they, they got the win, and that's all they care about. That's all they care about any time. But uh, T.Y. Hilton is still, I think, a top 15 wide receiver for the rest of the year, possibly even top 10. The way he's playing, he's doing well. Uh, so uh, despite his injury week, of course. But, uh, yeah, Jacoby Brissett also, if, if if you lost Patrick Mahomes, if you lost Patrick Mahomes, Jacoby Brissett is not a bad quarterback. He's a top 20 quarterback, a solid QB2 for the whole year. So if you needed that filler or if you needed that guy to hold you down for, like, you know, best case scenario three weeks, Jacoby Brissett is not 
a terrible uh, person to look for and a terrible person to play. So, yeah, I'd rather select a player like Josh Allen if he's still still available. Well, Josh Allen for the week, of course, you know. Yeah. But I'm saying, but it's not also Jacoby Brissett is also somebody that uh, you know that that probably will still be available because Josh Allen more likely is probably not because of the matchup of this week. Uh, I don't know if it's so much the matchup, but you know, it's not a bad matchup for them either. I mean, when it comes to quarterbacks. The Texans are, yeah, they're pretty down there. They're ranked 23rd against the quarterbacks. All right. So, I mean, Dolphins are ranked dead last. So of course, Josh Allen's a better one. But the, they're ranked 23rd against the quarterback. So, I like uh, Jacoby Brissett this week. Uh, not so much any sneaky surprises. Not so much anybody like like to fill. I just think that the biggest question mark is that if how do you feel about playing Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson? I think that either one is fine considering for the bye weeks. Duke Johnson, if you're really in a really, really Deep league, that's one I'll consider because he's not, you know, he hasn't been consistent. Carlos Hyde, at least I know he's getting a good full load. He's doing well, yeah. And he's the red zone. He gets the red zone touches, you know, if it's not him or Deshaun Watson. So I, I, I'll i lean with Carlos Hyde here. All right, so the, the Colts. The, yeah, the the spread is the Colts are favored by minus one Yeah, at home over unders 47 and a half. Give me the under and give me the Colts covering the spread and winning. Give me the Texans winning away and the over. All right. So go ahead, doggy. Talking Next about the game Dolphins is the Miami Dolphins at Buffalo Bills. The Bills are favored by 17 points. Yeah, no, I think the Dolphins that's, cover that. That's crazy. And the over. How is how is the game going to be? Uh, the spread going to be 17 points and the over under 40. That's crazy. That's 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 pretty nuts right there. Anyway, in this game, I do love Josh Allen. They predict they predict uh, them scoring 23 points. <laughs> Yeah, very much. Twenty three points to to uh, how many? Seventeen. Seventeen. No, no, they don't predict that because you have to cover the seventeen points. That's why. So twenty three, twenty four. No, they don't. Also, it looks like anyway. Chris Hernan will not play Monday. So if he got him as a guy to fill up for your week, I dropped him. I ended up dropping him, which is good leeway. I ended up picking up Dawson Knox. So no, Dawson, going. yeah, Better Dawson win. Knox against the Dolphins. The Dolphins are fairly good against tight ends. They're in the middle of the pack. Uh, they're not so great, not not so bad as well. Generally, defense sucks. Yeah, the defense sucks. You know, uh, it it's right now. I feel like the one that's going to have a sneaky game here is Devin Singletary. They're ranked 23rd against the tight ends, the Dolphins. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like, it's not Towards really horrible. It's but, pretty bad. All right. So, Devin Singletary is a guy, if he's back at practice, if he's a go. He's going to more likely play. He's going to be more likely to play, and he's going to be, he's going to have a really good game. This guy, I like him in uh, as a streamer. Uh, not a streamer. I like him as a flex play. As far as dailies, he's a guy that you could get at a low cost and and he might pay dividends josh allen i like you're definitely going to be starting john brown cole beasley is a sneaky play here cole beasley you know as as far as uh as a wide receiver the last couple you know he had at the last five you know the games that he has played he he had three of them double digits you know so for a wide receiver as a flex in his bye week he's a good play as a wide receiver three and of course, you're definitely starting the the defense. The Buffalo Bills defense against the Dolphins should be a good play here. As far as in the Dolphins side, no quarterbacks. Kenyon Drake is probably the only running back you will start in a flex play as a flex. Nope, you won't, right? Nope, not at all. I wouldn't touch him at all. Stay hell away from him. And yeah, that's about it. I won't touch any other uh, offensive player here for the Dolphins. 
I think the Dolphins is going to cover the points. 17 is it is a lot, but I do see this being an under. Yeah, well, do you, do you think the Dolphins are going to cover the points? I think the Dolphins can cover the points. Yeah, I think, you know, give me the Dolphins with the points, 17 points. Yeah. I don't we also thought the Giants would cover the 17 points against the Patriots, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they didn't. No. They didn't. And uh, the Bills, you know, they're playing – they're going to be playing Buffalo Bills, and, and the Dolphins are not playing for anything. It's going to be cold. It's, it's going to be bad weather. They're, they're like, nah, not, not today. Not today. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. Uh, moving on, or do you have any? Uh, nope, not to, just don't play any Miami Dolphins, please. Don't do that. You shouldn't be doing it anyways. All right, so, um, all right. So, Minnesota Vikings at the Detroit Lions. Uh, it's a pick 'em. Yeah, it's a pick 'em game. Uh, it's yeah, because you know the Lions have been one of the surprises this year. There's been a lot of surprises this year with football, which is what I love about football is that every year there's a couple surprise teams who come out to do better than you expect them to, or whatever the case may be, or worse than you expect them to. Like the 49ers are a big surprise. The Rams are a big surprise. You know, because they're doing bad. They're doing Forty Nine ers doing really good. So yeah, so it's um this game, it's going to be a pretty sh- close game. I mean, listen, Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen, they've been you know he's been slinging the ball a lot more. Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook is still getting you the points. The offense is clicking. The offense is running and rolling. Uh, it's doing really, really good. So I don't see them taking the foot off the gas in this game, even though Detroit Lions is not a terrible defense. We saw what they did against uh, Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, and how they almost beat them as well. So. Uh, yeah, Minnesota Vikings have been doing well. I, I, I'm, I'm fully invested to play Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs. Even though you know one, of them, one of them's going to see Darius Slay a lot, and the other one's going to get a lot of the, you know, you know, the more open targets of it. So uh, I think Stefan Diggs is going to overcome this game, and he's going to be the outscore Adam Thielen in this game. If you, had to, if you told me to pick one. So, you know, if we get on overlay and we have to pick who would score more, Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, I would pick Stephon Diggs. Yeah, I'll go with Diggs on this one. Yeah. Uh, I think Adam Thielen is going to see a lot more of Darius Slay. With that being said, Kirk Cousins also, uh, I'm, you know, if you lost Pat Mahomes and you picked him up to play him, it's a good play. I don't, you know, I'm not saying it's a good play, but I don't mind him here. I mean, especially, you know, it's kind of a ride the hot hand situation with Kirk Cousins. Just ride the hot hand. Dalvin Cook, you're definitely playing. And that's all I see. I don't see anything sneaky coming from the Vikings. Uh, I wouldn't play uh, Kyle Rudolph. I'm sure you have other players to play. Uh, as far as the bye weeks go, you're not really miss Besides O.J. Howard, which you weren't in love with anyways, and besides Greg Olson, who's been doing pretty good, you're not really missing any tight ends. You know, you weren't playing Njoku or you weren't playing um, – who was the other one for the Browns? I forget. Anyways, and you weren't playing McDonald. Uh, Seals Jones. Yeah, Ricky Seals Jones. You weren't really playing him or McDonald. McDonald, terrible bromance I had with him. Um but yeah, Greg Olson is the only one you're really missing, so it's not like you need like a tight end filler. Unless Will Disley was your guy, then if you have to play Kyle Rudolph because Will Disley was your main tight end. Ah, uh, no, don't don't play Kyle Rudolph. I'd rather start Irvin Smith Jr. Irv Smith Jr. over Kyle Rudolph. I don't. I'm not mad about that. I wouldn't start any of them. Just, uh, I'm just saying. I, if I, I'd, I'd rather at least I'm just saying if, sh- that, if, that, if you're in that, that bad of a spot, and this is what you pick had to up do. Luke Wilson and start Luke, Luke Wilson. Rather do that too. Yeah. Uh, with the Detroit Lions too, I don't expect a big game from uh, Kenny Galladay here. Not expecting that. Not expecting a big game from most of the people. Uh, I know. Um, Marvin Jones is a red zone guy, so he's like a boomer bust every week. Carry on Johnson, I do not love here. I don't. It's just it's it's not a situation you love. It's a big defensive game. Uh, I know the Detroit Lions have been surprising, but it's not a situation where you love here. I don't 
love Carrion Johnson this week, but I'm sure you don't have any other else to play over him, especially with all these running backs missing this week from the bye. So, you know, yeah, I just and TJ Hawkinson. I also don't love. You saw he played last week. You know, you saw so far what I was missing about TJ Hawkinson. It's not you know not not like he's a great play. Yeah, well, you know, he's a rookie, but you know, I, I love his potential. I yeah, love no, his, he has, right now he's a tight end fourteen. Yeah, no, he has potential. Yeah, but you know, it's still it's just that uh, it's not love TJ Hawkinson at all. Um. And you know, if you got if, if Marvin Jones, if that was like because you're you're not considering sitting Kenny Galladay, you're playing Kenny Galladay, especially remember this week, especially you're missing a lot of wide receivers this week. There's a lot of wide receivers gone. Just take a look at it: DJ Moore, Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, Juju Smith-Schuster, Deont- uh, Deontay Johnson, uh, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. You're missing a lot of wide receivers this week, so. Yeah, I, I don't I don't mind if you started Marvin Jones because you needed a filler for the week. I mean, like I said, Xavier Howard's gonna be with Kenny Galli a lot. Marvin Jones is a red zone guy, so you'll get some if you get a red zone target here or there, it you'll be okay, I think. Good. Uh give me the Vikings this game. And give me the under. The under. I I I'll do like the under in this game, but I'm I'm gonna go with the oh, the home team here, Detroit Lions. Give me the Detroit Lions, okay? Moving on, next game, Oakland Raiders at Green Bay Packers. The Packers are favored by five and a half points. The over-under is 47. Raiders have been surprising, too, this year. Yeah, the Raiders are 3-2. and two. You know, the Packers, as well, are 5-1. They, five and they one despite killed the Bears. That was surprising. They killed the Bears. I I, I picked that game. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, in this game, you know, the Packers has immensely improved their defense. Their front seven is really good. Josh Jacob is going to have uh, a tough time going against that run defense that the Packers have. Derek Carr, that's not a player that I, I'm looking to to start in this game. As far as the wide receivers, Tyrell Williams uh, seems like he's still, you know, doubt, he's doubtful at the moment, so he's most likely not going to start. So, as far as uh, it's like a fracture in his foot or something like that. It's not looking good. It's not getting better. As far as the passing game and the quarterback play for the Raiders is not a go. The only one you will touch is Josh Jacobs, and obviously Darren Waller is the only one who's walrus. Yeah, there you go. And as far as the uh, the Packers side, you know Rodgers is a go. I know there's a big headache with the running back position with Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. You saw what Jamal Williams did last week. At He's got to go. Who? Jamal Williams. He has to go? He's got to go. He got <laughs> I needed 12 points from Aaron Jones last week. Uh, but I you, got eight. Okay, but this is what I've been telling you about Aaron Jones. It's going to be very frustrating as an owner of Aaron Jones. You Jamal know, Williams got to go. Aaron Jones had a possibility of giving you those eight points, but he dropped that I think that 30 or 40 yard pass that he was wide open. That was Jamal Williams' fault. That was Jamal Williams' fault. You yeah. know, because he didn't get the rhythm. You know, he didn't get enough touches. So yeah, if yeah, he yeah. would have had all those touches, the rhythm would have been there and he would have been good. Aaron he would have had another no 30 point fantasy game for last week's matchup. But despite that, you have LaFleur, LaFleur, Matt LaFleur, who, you know, likes to use two, two running backs. And, you know, that is very unfortunate. I'm still trying to sell Aaron Jones. And I'm trying to find the right price for him. Devontae Adams seems like he's unlikely to play. He's out. 
He's considered out already. Uh, and a, a sneaky play right now, especially DFS, you get him for cheap, is the kid that came out of nowhere in the fourth quarter, Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard, I think, is going to have a good game against the Raiders who are ranked in the bottom third against wide receivers. This kid had, in the last quarter, I believe, the last quarter and a half, 16.5 fantasy points, five targets, four receptions, 65 yards, and a touchdown. There was a play that he, that Aaron Jones went back to Alan Lazard, back-to-back, because back, in the first play, he missed him, and the second play, he got him. For a good amount of chunk yards, uh, you know MVS. He's you know he's he's dealing with a concussion at the moment, right? So and he didn't practice, so he's questionable. Uh, Geronimo Allison got a big hit on him, so he's definitely going to be out. You're talking about wide receiving core that's very 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 thin at the moment. So this guy is a go great streamer, good for DFS. Alan Lazard, play him, and you should be you should thank me later, okay? As far as uh, defense, Green Bay Packers, I think I'll start them for with with a lot of confidence against the Raiders here. And give me the Packers. I believe the Packers are going to cover the points of five and a half and the under of 47. I think it's going to be a pretty good game. Um, I do like Josh Jacobs a little more than you think you, you do. Because even though when I remember last week, when uh, not last week or two weeks ago, whatever it was when they played the, yeah, two weeks ago when they played the Bears, and then I was like, man, like, do I play Josh Jacobs in my flex, flex or do I play Michael Gallup that he came back and he played against the uh, Packers? And Michael Gallup ended up doing good. He had 25 points, but Josh Jacobs ended up getting me 30 points. I, no, I like Josh Jacobs. I'm just saying, you know, there's going to be some concern there. But look, yeah, like last last week, he did score almost 30 points against the Bears. That's what I was saying. So, so yeah, that, that, that two weeks ago, yeah, because they had to buy last week. But that's what I was saying yeah. is that he, uh, the reason I played him, especially with the fact that Tyrell Williams is out, he's going to get the the more touches he's going to be more involved the main the office is going to flow between him and Darren Waller so uh i just, he's definitely the red zone guy when it comes to rushing the ball so i like i like Josh Jacobs still Josh Jacobs is still going to do i think pretty good no nah, if you're considering to to drop like not not start him then uh, i think that's a little bit of ludicrous he's definitely a player that you will play like am i am i concerned yes but that doesn't mean that you should bench him no you know, that's that's the only thing. Maybe, well, like, all right, I'm concerned. Maybe in your flex play, your wide receiver, you go for a player that you believe is going to give you 20 points because he might not give you those 20 points. That's that's what I'm trying to get at. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah, give me the Packers to win as well, even though I think it's going to be a pretty good game. All right, next game. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars at Cincinnati Bengals. Now. Ooh, what a doozy. <laughs> Uh, Jacksonville, DJ Shark should bounce back. Currently ranked as a top 10 wide receiver, finishing in the top 10. I think he's fifth overall, if I'm not mistaken. But, um, yeah, this is a good game for DJ Shark, so get him in your lineups, leave him there, start him and play him. Uh, Gardner Minshew should have a pretty good game here. Once again, if you lost Pat Mahomes and you needed, uh, well, 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 you lost Pat Mahomes because you played him already this week. You know what I mean? But uh, Gardner Minshew may be somebody that's on the waiver wire that's available for you to pick up to play. But um, yeah, as far as you know, like all all the Jaguars from a year ago here, the the Bengals need a lot of help in every single way of the offense. What's up? Wait, the tight ends for the Jaguar just to uh, you know chime in a little Swim. bit. No, Jay Swain is out. Oh, okay. He's he's not playing. Yep, he's doubtful. He's considered doubtful at the moment. He did not practice on Thursday. So guess who was a full participant? The rookie, Josh Oliver. 
Uh, he's someone that you should definitely put on your, on your watch list. If you're very thin or you have a tight end that has been underperforming and you have an extra roster spot, this is a guy that I'll consider pick him up, picking up right now and see what happens because he has a good game against the Bengals' defense. You know, at least you don't have to worry about burning a, a, a waiver on him and you just worry about, uh, you know, another position that you need to, to uh, take care of for next week. Uh, so that's all I wanted to chime in is on the tight end position, all right? Well, um, yeah, no, I, I hear a good insight with that, but everybody from Jacksonville Jaguars is a go. D.D. Westbrook is even a go. DJ Sharks a go. Gardner Minshew's a go. Leonard Fournette's definitely a go. Uh, that's for the most part. Leonard Fournette is the chalk play of the week in Dynasty. This is the guy that you're going to play because this guy is going to have a monster game against the Bengals. I see no reason as to why. Um, for the Bengals side? I was a little bit concerned. I got I just got an update, and it says uh, all injuries to the Cowboys, but they said something about uh, A. Brown. But it's an Anthony Brown, not Antonio Brown. So I was like, "What the <laughs> hell is going on right now?" You got a little flustered, like, "What Brown's what? back, back a- at it again?" Antonio Brown with the Cowboys. I thought I was like, "What?" But it's a, it's Anthony Brown. I was like, "Wait, wait!" I saw the A and T. I was like, "What?" Ant Brown, it's Antonio though. Anyways, uh, with the Bengals, it's hard to trust anybody. What is good news though is that AJ Green. Has been closer to playing. Uh, it looks like he'll be back next week. They're saying, I know they said that because of the fact that they've been losing so much and not rushing to bring him back, but they're saying that he might not bring him back till after the bye week. But I think that next week he might be starting to play. So if you've been holding on to AJ Green for as long as you have, like I have in one of my leagues, uh, just it's good noting that he might be coming back. Is that going to be completely like change your entire team? I don't think so because of the fact that the passing game it just hasn't been good with the Bengals and the offensive line has just been atrocious. But it's good to note that he might be coming back, so you have another option as a wide receiver there. Um, with Joe, speaking about the offensive line being atrocious with Joe Mixon, it's hard to trust him. It's hard to play him. I mean, Joe Mixon is averaging only eight point seven fantasy points per game. He's not doing good. I mean, if you wanted me to give you a little bit of a silver lining for his case, I mean, Jacksonville has allowed 114.7 yards per game. You know, one of the league's worst. They've been been allowing 55.39 yards per carry, one of the league's worst. So I guess it's it's not a bad matchup for Joe Mixon, but I I don't see him really doing much. But once again, a lot of running backs are missing out there. So maybe you're going to have to just play him another week before you can really bench him, you know? Like, I have to, because I the only other running back I have on one of my teams right now currently is Duke Johnson and Chase Edmonds. So, it's Oof. Like, yeah, so uh, it's a 14-team league, that one, so it's a little bit tougher. Yeah, that's a little tough right there. Yeah, so... You should, you should trade. I'm you, trying to. You got to make a trade. I was trying to trade uh, him and Robert Woods, trying to package him. Uh, I, I'll try to go for, like, Devin Singletary. That's probably a good player right now. If you try to get somebody that low, who might pay dividends? <laughs> Try and trade him and Robert Woods for uh, DJ, David Johnson. No, I won't go for David Johnson. He's going to have a rough. He's going to play the Niners twice in the next couple of weeks. That's why I might think I might be able to get somebody like David Johnson. For I'll, wait, for, and I'll wait after the Niners game. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so, yeah, give me the Jacksonville Jaguars to win this game and to cover the spread. Give me the over as well. Why not? 44, give me the over. Yeah, give me the over on this game. I got the Jaguars too. Although, you know, they did lose Jalen Ramsey. 
You know, well, they didn't lose. They him. got no. They, they, they lost, traded. They, they traded, traded him away. They traded for what three picks? That would help only Tyler Boyd's case. I think any little bit in this one. That's gonna Tyler help. Boyd or Alden Tate. Tyler Boyd, of course. I think Alden Tate. He's been a target monster. Nah, Tyler Tyler Boyd's still their favorite there. I bet you. I, BF and bet. <laughs> BF and bet. BF and bet here, bro. Big F and bet. All right. That Alden Tate is gonna have a better right. game than Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd's going to have a better game than Arden Tate. There you go. There, there you go. go. All right, next game is I the lo- gong sound I got somewhere. the ja- I got the Jaguars also winning, and then I have the over. Yeah. The next game, Los Angeles Rams against the Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta. Atlanta. Good. They're done. <laughs> so Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons. Okay, so the Atlanta Falcons are actually uh, – Underdogs in this game by three points, and the over/under is fifty-four. The Rams have lost three games in a row, and the Vegas and, and Vegas has them the favorite against the Falcons. I know the Falcons' offense has been dreadful, but listen, I know. Listen, Jalen Ramsey is is going to play for the Rams in this week, but the Rams have lost three players: Akita Talib, John, John Johnson. And an offensive lineman, Joe Note, Noteboom. So this definitely is going to hurt them. And Rams have been hurting themselves. Huh? Been playing. The, Josh, J- Jared Goff's been hurting the Rams enough. Yeah, Jared Goff. And, and, and his, you know, he hasn't looked really convincing as a quarterback at the moment. But that's because his offensive line does suck. It's not the best. They have lost a good uh, offensive lineman in the free agency. And now they just lost another one in IR. And their secondary, you know. All right, they, they up, kind of upgraded with Jalen Ramsey, but they did lose two other secondaries, Akita Talib and Joe Johnson. Marcus Peters. And Marcus Peters. But Marcus Peters, I, I believe, is like a replacement of Jalen Ramsey, you know. Mm-hmm. So in this game, I think it's a trap. You should go with the Falcons in this game. They're, they're the underdogs at home. I think they're going to bounce back. I know their offense, I mean, their defense is not that good, but I do trust their offense. And the Rams have been giving up points. Jared Goff, I'm not, he, I guess you could play him because the Falcons' defense is really dreadful. I'm not really as convinced. As far as the running backs, it's, you know, Todd Gurley hasn't been showing anything as of late. You know, he's probable for the game, but he did. He, he is back limited at practice. And then, you know, we thought Malcolm Brown was going to have a breakout game, but he got hurt. <laughs> he got hurt last week. And then ended up being Darrell Henderson, who he had didn't a— do much either. What? He came—he he, did—what are you talking about he didn't do much? He had six rush attempts with, for 39 yards. He averaged a 6.5 yard per carry. Yeah, that's all yeah, right. I, I think that's good. I think he had a modest production. You know, at best, he had a modest production. Anyway— Todd Gurley, if he's healthy, you're playing him. That's not a question. Cooper Cup is a go. Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks. You got to start all of them against the Falcons secondary, which sucks. But I do love the Atlanta Falcons in this game. Matt Ryan, go. Devontae Freeman. Uh, you know, he has been giving you good fantasy points. So he, he's definitely a good uh, a go. Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Mohamed Sanu, Austin Hooper. You're starting everyone from both sides. It is what it is. This is going to be an over game. There's going to be a lot of points on the board, but I do like the Falcons winning this game. Give me the Falcons and the over. Yeah, I like the Falcons to win this game, actually. Um, I Because you know, one big reason just to sell it off, just to, just to 
totally like just uh I guess the differentiary why I trust Matt Ryan more than I do Jared Goff. So uh everything else is pretty balanced. They they have they have very good wide receivers on both ends, you know, like they have a good trio. Like with the Rams having, you know, uh Woods, Cup, Cooks, you know, Brandon and then the the Falcons having Jones, Ridley, Sanu. They both have good running backs, Gurley and Freeman. They both have bad defenses. But when it comes to the quarterbacks, I'd much rather have Matt Ryan than Jared Goff. So that that's what that's the the basically the way I will break it down to you. Yeah, the only difference, I guess, in the defense uh, side now, well, obviously the Rams got Jalen Ramsey, but kind of swapped with Marcus Peters, but they did lose two other secondaries. They do have Aaron Donald. Okay, great. But Aaron Donald is only good enough as uh, as good as as his defense. No, as yeah, well. they had they they both but they both. I mean, the, the on paper, the names the Rams have have better players than the than the Falcons. Yeah, but they're both doing bad these defenses. Yeah, no, yeah, they're both bad defenses. I'm saying they're both bad defenses. They both have a good trio of wide receivers, and they both have a good running back. So when it comes to the quarterback, I just rather have Matt Ryan than Jared Goff. So that's why I'm going to take the Falcons to win this game. The Falcons are going to cover the spread, and I'll take the over. Yeah, this is a shootout. This yeah, I'll over. take the over. Next game. Uh, yeah, and don't play. I wouldn't play the Rams defense at all. I would look for something else. I'm not. I'm not playing none of the defense. Oh, well, Falcons shouldn't even be an option. <laughs> Go ahead. You know when you look for defenses to stream on the waiver wire, there's always the same defense you always see every week, week in, week out. Yeah, yeah. that's one of them. That's one of them. You're Leave them there with the Dolphins. Untouchable. Uh, San Francisco 49ers against the Redskins going through this one. Uh, we'll get through these as quickly as we can to finish up the show. Uh, 49ers undefeated. Don't see that, you know, stopping right now for this game. I don't think the the ones, uh, you know, it's like whenever somebody goes against Floyd Mayweather, like you are not going to be the one to stop the undefeated streak. So Redskins, you are not going to be the one to stop the undefeated wah, streak. Wah. Uh, but uh, 49ers still play. Tevin Coleman has been a go. Tevin Coleman has been doing really, really good so far since his return. Uh, and I, I just, I, I just see him continuing it. I don't see him stopping it here. He's getting good amount of touches, getting double digit touches here. Matt Breed has been hurt by it. Uh, but Tevin Coleman has definitely been a solid RB two since his return. He's been playing really well. I see him continue to play. And, um, you start Breeder still, though, right? Still, I, yeah, I would start Breeder, especially, like I said, especially with this week. You're missing a lot of running backs, missing a lot of wide receivers. You're missing a lot of players for the flex, whatever. But uh, Tevin Coleman, I like better for this week. Hopefully, I'm right about that. He, he's getting the red zone touches, so. so. Yeah, he's doing he's doing good, Tevin Coleman. He's paying off to be like that Kyle Shanahan guy that we expect him to be. Unfortunately, he was hurt, but he was paying off for what we expect him to be in the preseason. So, uh, Tevin Coleman's a play. Uh 49ers, I would still stay away from all their wide receivers. It's just a big conundrum there. Like, it's a big mystery. It's an enigma about you don't know who to play, who to start. I mean, it's up and down. I wouldn't trust any of the wide receivers. Granted, you're missing a lot of wide receivers. If I had to pick one, if I had to pick one, it would be Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel? If I had Uh, to A lot of people are... Back on the Dante Pettis train. Yeah, as well. I'm not too much yet there. If I had to pick one, I would still pick Debo Samuel, especially in this game. I mean, granted, the Redskins defense is not great. You still got Josh Norman in the face, and he's not a pushover of a cornerback. No longer the elite cornerback that he used to be, but he's not a pushover of a cornerback. So um, I would probably play. If you telling me to pick one of the 49ers to play, for me, it would be Debo Samuels. But that's again, that could be a hundred percent wrong. That's it's it's splitting hairs about why I'm picking them. So um George Kittle definitely a play. Uh Jimmy Garoppolo also might be somebody that you could look to pick up 
but I but he still doesn't put up great fantasy points. But the game they keep on winning. The 49ers Rams that means 49ers Rams. What the hell am I talking about? The 49ers defense has been 49ers doing, Rams the Redskins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the 49ers defense has been doing well. So uh, somebody you should be owned in all leagues is a good defense to have, especially for this week. Uh, Redskins. The only one that I would play is McLaurin. That's it. Uh, you want to start Adrian Peterson in this game? No. Really? No. Okay. I'd rather start Carlos Hyde than Adrian Peterson. This is one of those games. See what I'm saying? Like, there's like, it's different. I wouldn't look for to start Adrian Peterson. Gotcha. But, uh, you know, like the 49ers have been doing really good against the run. The 49ers are ranked. No, they're like the best. They are ranked the best against the run. So, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're the ranked number one against the run. Jesus Christ, I didn't even realize that. So, yeah. I, I was no. trying to lure you and see if you, if you fall into the trap of getting ADP. It's like, you know what? I'll start ADP. I'm like, what? Nah. Niners D is good. Run defense. So, boom. So, yeah, no, I wouldn't play them. Uh, but. Uh, Terry McLaurin, I would play this game. This is where I'm a little bit of I'm a little bit stuck. I don't know if I play Terry McLaurin against the 49ers or do I play Brandon Cooks against the Falcons? Don't Brandon know. Cooks against the Falcons. It's tough. Terry McLaurin's Terry McLaurin, listen, he's been faced a lot of touch matchups and he's still been producing. He's he's still been doing very good, McLaurin. So it's uh it's it's not it's definitely not like an easy pick for me. You know? It's not easy pickings, huh? Look, he he went against he went against Chicago. He got six receptions for seventy yards and a touchdown. He went against Philly with, with he went against Philly with with uh, Donald on his uh, Donald uh, Ronald Darby on his first game. Five receptions, one hundred twenty five yards and a touchdown. You know, Dallas has a good defense. Five receptions, sixty two yards and a touchdown. You know, even New England, three receptions, fifty one yards. You know, just if you got a touchdown there, that's a good fantasy day. So I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. He's he's been doing really good. He's been like almost like a week in week out kind of player, and Brandon Cooks has not. So, uh, gonna be a game time decision for me. Right. But uh, yeah, so not much more to talk about here. Just give me the Forty ers They're gonna cover and give me the over forty one point five. Yeah, I could take the over on that. Niners and under. Now you know what, under. Yeah, because they're not like the, the most like elite offense, but they're very good defense so far. All right, Niners and under, please. Yeah. Next game, Los Angeles Chargers at Tennessee Titans. You're talking about two teams that have been underperforming. Uh, well, maybe you're not too surprised with the Titans that are 2-4, and four, but the Chargers being 2-4. and four. Mm-hmm. That's kind of surprising there. I know they're in a tough division, but you expect them to be at least 500-3-3. Now, in this game, it's... It's going to be tricky. It seems like the Chargers have been struggling with some def- you know, some good defenses. Look look what they did. They laid an egg against the the Denver Broncos. Phillip Rivers uh he's, you know, right now he's ranked as a 13 quarterback. He's like he's right outside the QB1 range. So he's a guy that you start Austin Eckler, Melvin Gordon. It's going to be a headache, but you start them. Keenan Allen, I expect him to bounce back. You know, uh, somebody that has been underperforming the last couple of games, the last three games, he has not given you double-digit points. But, you know, he's going to bounce back. I expect him to do good. Hunter Henry came back with a vengeance. He just gave you a 30-point spot. And uh, he's he seems like, uh, you know, you got to start him. He, he had a great game last week. And uh, as far as any other wide receivers for the Chargers, I guess you could you – could, Give Matt, Mike Williams a go. You know, he hasn't been giving you double-digit points. He's a good flex play. As far as uh, the Tennessee, Tennessee Titans, I, f- I believe this is an upgrade 
for the wide receivers of the Tennessee Titans. I agree. I immediately picked up Corey Davis, who was on the waivers, because I believe this is going to you know help him. Uh, you know, as far as uh, production is concerned for all wide receivers and Derrick Henry as well. Like, I think this is going to open up the running lanes a little bit more for him because Marcus Mariota has been very, very subpar. Obviously, he's been benched. So Ryan Tannehill is going to be the, the uh, starting quarterback for the Titans. I'm not going to start him, right? He's going against the Chargers, who has a you know a decent defense. Derrick Henry is a go. As far as the wide receivers for the Tennessee Titans, I believe you could give... Corey Davis a shot or Adam Humphreys. Those are two players that I, I believe could give you some decent flex numbers. If you're in a really, really, really deep league, A.J. Brown might be a sneaky play. Maybe in uh, in dailies, he's a player that you could probably play. But uh, the only wide receivers that I would trust and play as a flex would be Corey Davis and Adam Humphreys. Um, as far as Delaney Walker, uh, he, he might... He might bounce back. He had a couple of good games at the beginning of the, of the first three weeks of the season, and then after that, he kind of fizzled out. I, I believe he will bounce back here. You know, uh, Ryan Tannehill will probably check to him. He has known to do, uh, do, uh, do that with the Dolphins, not particularly with the, with the tight ends, but at least with uh, Jarvis Landry when he was the wide receiver there. So, you know, Delaney Walker, I believe he will bounce back as a tight end, so he will be a good play. As far as uh, defense, I believe you could play either or. The Chargers, you can play against Ryan Tannehill, his first game starting the season. And I believe you could also start maybe the Titans. The Titans have a decent you know, defense as well. But in this game, let me see. I, I have to give it to the Chargers in this game. They have the better weapons. Give me the Chargers. Uh, the Chargers are the... Uh, the uh, you know the underdogs in this game against the Titans away and the over under is forty. Uh, I'm gonna go with the over on this one. Yeah, I'll take the Chargers in this game too. I mean, the biggest question mark for me for this game, like I agree with you about being an upgrade for the Tennessee Titans and the pass catchers. Of course, there's a lot of wide receivers, even though with the bye week and all the big name wide receivers missing, there's still a lot of other wide receivers that I like better than Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys. As a or, flex. Yeah, there's a lot that I like better, but still the fact remains that it's if you need that dart throw and you're desperate, like, yeah, I would, I would, I, I'd get it and I would play them. Um, like I'd rather play I'll be honest, I'd rather play Corey Davis than Darius Slayton. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> okay. So, so you know what I mean? Oh uh, well, great great comp right there. So no, I'm Darius Slayton or or Corey Davis. Okay. There's a guy I know that has Darius Slayton in his lineup, so it's just I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah, so, all right. Uh fair you know, enough. It's a it's a three wide receiver league. So you know? Okay. Yeah. So uh it depends on you know, like I said, it depends on the matchup. Just saying there's other players I like better. But the fact remains, um, uh, the biggest question mark, of course, is who to trust as far as running backs go for the Chargers. I know Melvin Gordon being back and Austin Eckler underperformed. It's they're they're gonna split. It looks you, like despite all that, you're starting them. Just starting one of them, yeah, yeah. You're starting them no matter what. But it's just it's hard that I I don't know. I just hard to trust, and it's a bad matchup. It's a good defense with the Titans, so it's a bad matchup. So temper expectations of what you get from the starting running backs that you're choosing to start. For the Chargers. Uh, moving on, Baltimore Ravens and Seattle Seahawks. Unfortunately, I have the Ravens defense, and I think it's the best play for me. The Ravens do have Marcus Peters, maybe that will temp- that will hurt possibly Tyler Lockett a little bit. I don't think it's going to hurt him enough. Nope. Tyler Lockett's still a play. He's a borderline wide receiver one so far in the season, wide receiver 11 to be exact. So, uh, But 
It's so Tyler Lockett still a play uh, with the Ravens going against Russell Wilson, the number one quarterback right now in fantasy football. It's hard to go against him. So it's, it's, it's try to stay away as best you can from the Ravens defense. I cannot, unfortunately, because I'm not going to play, you know, the Giants defense over the Ravens. But uh, with that being said, uh, you know, Chris Carson has been doing really well. They, they trusted him. They said they trusted him and they really believed in him and they showed him that even though after all the fumbles in the beginning, they're still giving him the ball a lot. So Chris Carson is definitely going to be a play here, even though the Ravens defense is still good. You're still going to play Chris Carson. You're going to play Tyler Lockett. Uh, DK Metcalf is a fine filler for me for the week. Uh, like I said, there's a lot of wide receivers on a bye. If you need him for that filler, that's okay. I'm okay with DK Metcalf. He's the guy. He's averaging double-digit points per game. Anyways, he's averaging a little bit over 10. So it's okay to play DK Metcalf as that filler. Um, on the Ravens side of the ball, uh, Marquise Brown has not been back to practice yet. So uh, Lamar Jackson, you're obviously playing. You're not going to sit him. The number two quarterback currently right now in fantasy football, and you are you're playing Mark Andrews. You're not going to sit Mark Andrews really, depending who you're sending him for. But you're not looking to sit him. Like I have George Kittle as my tight end in my dynasty league, so Mark Andrews could be a flex for me. But then sometimes I have other play, better players at the flex. You know, so uh, Mark Andrews, your you're not starting. Uh, I mean, you are starting. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, Mark Ingram. You're still gonna. You're still looking to start. You know, he's still been doing pretty good. Not really a sneaky play kind of game either. Don't really see anything kind of sneaky. Don't see anything that I'm really worried about. Don't see any concerns. Uh, I wouldn't look to start any of the Ravens pass catchers if it had to be one. I guess it would be Willie Sneed. But Mark Andrews, I think with uh, Marquise Brown going to be out again, he's going to definitely get a lot more attention on him but he's going to get the targets as well. So he's going to have the opportunities, Mark Andrews. So I like him a lot in this game. Uh, give me the give me the Ravens winning this game. Oh, that's an upset. Yeah. Give me that's the, an upset. Give me, give me the Ravens. Oh, my God. At Seattle, <laughs> I'm going to take the Ravens. Nah, give me the Seahawks in this game, and I do believe this is going to be a good matchup. I, I hope I watch this game. If not, I'll watch, uh, you know, I'll DVR it or something. I'll watch it yeah. on demand. Um Seahawks, I'm going to go with the Seahawks here, and it's going to be an over. Okay. Next game, got the Saints at Chicago. You know, playing the Bears. The Bears are favored by three. The over-under is 38. I think this is the lowest over-under for the week. Uh, you're talking about two good defense. Uh, two Give good me the defense. under for the Ravens game, by the way, too. I forgot. Actually. Okay. Go on. Um, this, you're talking about two good defensive teams. Uh, as far as in the Saints side, the only – player that I'll start really with confidence is Michael Thomas. Uh, Why not Alvin Kamara? He still hasn't practiced yet. So it might be Latavius Murray that's going to be the player that's going to play here. Yeah, but even if you're playing him this week, you're not not loving the matchup that he has. Yeah, you're talking about someone that's, I I don't, his ceiling is not that high and his floor could be really bad against the Bears at home. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, an away game against the Bears. So the only one I'll start with confidence is Michael Thomas here. Uh, Latavius Murray, if you're really desperate, but if Alvin Kamara is going to play, you're definitely playing Alvin Kamara. You saw what Josh Jacobs did against the Bears. Uh, as far as in the Bears side, David Montgomery is the only running back I'm really uh, considering starting here. He, right now, he's currently ranked outside the top 30 as running backs, but you know, I, I feel like they're going to give him a much, much more touches. And wide receivers, Alan, wide receivers is Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson has been pretty pretty decent this year. He's been number 25 
uh, as far as uh, you know, wide receiver number twenty three in PPR. Last last game he played against the Raiders, he gave you twenty eight point seven points. It is a tough matchup for him, but if you know if you're running thin in wide receivers, he's he's a player that you have to play because he's definitely going to get the targets. There's not much to talk about in this game. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Saints. I believe the Saints are gonna win this game. You know the Bears' offense haven't haven't been improving. You're talking about whose offense I I rather play. I know if Kamara's out, it's definitely gonna hurt the Saints' offense. But despite that, I do like their offense of uh, you know their head coach a lot better. He's gonna scheme this game a pre- pretty good and you know uh, attack the weakness that the Chicago Bears have, which is Mitch Trubisky. Give me the Saints. And uh, give me, yeah, you know what? Uh, give me the under in this game. I don't, I don't think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. I'll take the under. I'll take the Saints as well for everything you mentioned. Also, just a quick update about who is not at practice for the Green Bay Packers. Geronimo Allison, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and Devontae Adams. Not practicing today. So, and the safety, Darnell Savage is also out, which, you know, he's been playing pretty good for them. So he's out. That's why he play Alan Lazard. Yeah. So all three of those. And they also just recently signed Ryan Grant. But emergency. Still, yeah. Yeah. But still, they're missing three of their best. Uh, three of their best wide receivers. So so that means uh, Jimmy Graham might have a good game. He might. He actually might have a good game in this one, especially because the other tight end is also out. Uh, so he's Bobby probably a good guy that you should pick up. As if a, he's there, as yeah. A streamer as for a tight streamer, ends, yeah. yeah. If you know, if you can play flex in your tight ends, he might have a pretty good game. All right, so uh, let's go on to the Philadelphia Eagles at the Dallas Cowboys, a game that you and I both losing. Doesn't we matter. hope they lose. We both we they tie both tie. Yeah, yep. so uh, you know, we, you know, we both lose in this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, with the Eagles and the Cowboys, both three and three right now, divisional matchup should be a pretty good game. Nonetheless, uh, Amari Cooper, I know, is a big question mark as far as that. Uh, he might. It looks like this week. It looks like Amari Cooper. And Randall Cobb are both not going to play this week. It looks like both of them will not play this week. So that means Michael Gallup is going to get a lot of opportunity, a lot of targets. But he's also been back on the injury report with his knee. His knee's been a little bit uh, hurt. It's been a little bit effective. It's been a couple of weeks after he had his meniscus surgery. But um, he's still, if he's going to be there, he looks like to get a bulk of the targets and a good amount of attention on the defense as well. But Michael Gallup has had a pretty good season so far, but he's been doing it better as a wide receiver two than a wide receiver one. So it's an interesting game to see about what he'll do here, but he'll definitely have the opportunities if both Randall Cobb and Michael Gallup will not go. So Devin Smith could possibly be a sneaky game here because of the fact that it looks like Ronald Darby is going to play this week. There's no Deshaun Jackson, but it looks like Ronald Darby will play this week. If Ronald Darby does play this week, that only hurts Michael Gallup's chances if he's left at the wide receiver one. So Devin Smith, I see as a sneaky play here. Like when I talk about these other games, about these sneaky plays that I really don't see, this one I see one with Devin Smith. Um, He's... uh. He's he hasn't really done much with Michael Gallup out, but now with both a Cooper with Cooper and uh Cobb out, he could be a sneaky play Smith. He could be a bit of some points, and especially if Ronald Darby's gonna give in a lot of attention to Michael Gallup. Ronald Darby's a very good cornerback, and so I think Smith could be a pretty decent play, especially with all these bi week wide receivers. Um also, with that being said, uh, Zeke, you're definitely playing. Uh, I wouldn't play either of these defenses. I would try to stay away from them. If I had to pick one defense to play over the other, I would play the Eagles defense because of the fact that Ronald Darby could be back and they're missing more weapons, and Dak has been coming more back to earth with his style of quarterback play, at least fantasy-wise. 
So, uh, you know, yeah, with all these players missing from the Cowboys that would play the Eagles defense over the Cowboys defense, if I had to choose one. Another thing is also uh, with the Eagles, uh, you know, Zach Ertz is definitely playing. Jordan Howard, you would still look, I would still look to play for him here. Uh, he's Jordan been, Howard or Miles Sanders, I believe. Neither one I would still play. Miles Sanders has been improving more, seeing, I, I guess, seeing the fact about how much Jordan Howard has been doing better. Uh, Miles Sanders trying to be stepping it up. And I think that uh, the head coach, uh, Doug Peterson, uh, Peterson or Peter? Yeah, Peterman. Peterson. Peterson. Yeah, Doug Peterson. Uh, he's a really good coach. I think he's just found a good balance of how to use both of them to the fullest potential. So um, either one of them is a fine play for me. It's okay. Even though Dallas Cowboys is a good defense, it's still a fine play for me, either one of them here. Um, so, yeah, on the equal side of the ball, I don't see anything really uh, out of the ordinary to play. Um, you still can play Alshon Jeffries. Uh, you know, no, you know, Aguilar wouldn't look to play. But uh, but yeah, I don't see anything out of the ordinary to play as far as Eagles go. No question marks there. Uh, but once again, party people, if you have any questions about who to play over what, you, you know, always hit us up at BFB Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter at any time. Uh, give me the Eagles in this game. Give me uh, a tie and <laughs> and and the under zero points, zero points. Give me zero zero. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be zero zero. The first zero zero in a long I'll time. I'll take the under and I'll take the Eagles. So uh <laughs> last game of the week, the, the Monday night game. The Pats at the New York Jets. And we love the Jets even more now for being the Cowboys last yeah. week. The, the Jets are underdogs by nine and a half points. The over under is forty two and a half. I think the Jets defense got better. It's improved. It's improved. Um in this game, I you know what? Call me crazy, but I'm playing the Jets defense here. Yeah, you're crazy. You know against the Patriots how many points they scored? What? 30. Okay. In New England. Okay. They scored 30 points. I still think you're crazy. Uh, well, sorry, not 30 points. 16 yeah. points. Yeah, there you're you crazy. So. so 16 points against the Cowboys, you know, they only scored one point. But you know why I like the Jets defense here? The wow. wide receivers for the Patriots. It's, it's, it's a little banged up. Uh, you're talking about Josh Gordon. That seems like he's not going to play. He still hasn't practiced yet. Mm-hmm. Philip Dorsett, he's limited at practice. Yeah. And then you got Julian Edelman. I know he's the target target PPR monster. So you're going to play him, has. though. Who? Julian Edelman. If I'm playing him? No, you're playing him. Well, that's not a yeah. question. That's not a question. Philip, Philip Dorsett, if he's limited, I think uh, you could start him as a flex. Uh, Maybe. As far as uh, the running backs, you know. I like Philip Dorsett better than the Titans wide receivers. See what I mean? Like, there's question marks about who you like more than others, you know? All right. Good, good. James White, Michelle, Sony Michelle are a go. Tom Brady. Uh, yeah, you could start him against the Jets defense, of course. I would still start him, yeah. Sam Darnold. Uh, I think he's a good player that if he's still available, I think he's going to have a good, nice string of games coming up. Uh, after New England and uh, he's going to play the Jag- Jaguars, Miami, the Giants, Washington, Oakland, the Bengals, Miami. That's, yeah. that's a good string game. Yeah, he's so got a good schedule. He's a player that uh, I consider picking him up, picking him up now. Based on that schedule now, that's a really good filler for uh, Pat Mahomes. Yeah, he's yeah. a good filler. So he you might not play him against the Pats because the Pats have the best defense. Yeah. One of the best defense or the best defense. If it's not the Niners, so but he's a player that I definitely would consider picking him up now because he's gonna have a good decent string of games. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, you started. Jamison Crowder. Once the Sam Darnold came back, you're talking about someone that has scored double digits. First game against the Bills, who has a tough defense, he scored twenty four point three point fantasy points against the Cowboys, who also has a good you know secondary. He scored five, 15.8 points. 
he's a player that, you know, you could probably play as a flex. He's might give you just, you know, the eight receptions with 50 yards, and that's what you need from a flex player. Uh, Robbie Anderson, he's going to have a very tough matchup. There's a player that uh, after this week I'll start, I believe I'll start starting him, and he's going to have a good string of games just with Sam Darnold. So he's a good player that you could pick up with Sam Darnold if he's still available, and you could, uh, you know, stack them per se. Yeah. Uh, As far as tight ends, you know, Chris Herdon, Flex just said he's out. So mm-hmm. you're not touching any of them. Uh, as, as besides that, I don't believe this is gonna be a really good game to watch. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with the Jets though at home. Uh, I believe uh, they're playing for something. They like their coach. You saw how they played against the Cowboys. Uh, they played good against the Patriots too. So give me the Jets in this game and uh, give me the over. Though. Are the Jets are gonna win. I give, no, give me the nine and a half points there. Oh, they're, they're gonna cover the spread. They're gonna cover. Oh. I think the Cow- I think the Patriots are going to win. They're going to cover the spread. Give me the un- give me the over. But if you want, I think Jamison Crowder is still even worth a play here, even though he's going to do an elite defense. Besides Le'Veon Bell, if you're playing any of the Jets, I would play Jamison Crowder. Not because I think he's going to be doing that good. I just think he's the Julian Edelman for them. With Sam Darnold, he's the Julian Edelman for them, Jamison Crowder. He definitely gets a lot of targets. He definitely gets a lot of receptions. So, yeah. Jamison Crowder is not somebody that I would mind to fill in for the old, you know, like, look, I'm playing Jamison Crowder right now, especially for the fact that I just know Devontae Adams is not going to be there. I mean, if you look at the first game against Buffalo, which is a good defense, he had 14 receptions for 98 yards. And then the second game now with, J- with Sam Donald back, he had six receptions for ni- for 98 yards. The first one, 99. Second I said one, all that. You did already? Yeah, I said all that. I was looking that up while you were fucking up. <laughs> I did it. I did. You did it me. You did it me. You did it me right now. Okay. See, 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 see how I felt? But did I'm you, like, wait a minute. I'm like, yeah, I just said all that, man. We went over three minutes already because of that. <laughs> I was looking it up while you were all talking. Good, all good. All good. Yeah, see, I did that. You see how it feels to be on the other side of it now? Doesn't it feel good? Like, all what right, the we're hell? Done, we're done. <laughs> all right. Uh, breaking news. Zion Williamson has missed multiple weeks. Who? Zion Williamson. Is he really? Yeah. Why? With his knee. Really? Yeah. Already? Know, already. He's gonna miss multiple ga- multiple weeks. Oh, man, we gotta start talking about that soon. We have our drafts this weekend, don't Draft we? Draft Sunday, football. I mean basketball. We have two drafts. We got two. Yeah. Oh, I'm in another one. That I didn't know about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They're both at the same time. Yeah. How are we gonna do this? I, I'm working. I'm doing a double. You're doing it. <laughs> I can't draft both your teams because we're sharing one, and I gotta draft mine. What are you gonna uh, do for yours? Uh, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for the show, party people. <laughs> what a way to end it off. Uh, success of the last. Remember, as always, hit us up at BNB Podcast on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, yeah, any of your questions, party people. See ya. Thanks. Success in the last. Peace.